Today on the show, Elseworld Citizen gets a facelift, Black Label comics are officially kicking in, and we have some great October releases to cover, and our Elseworld pick of the month. Roll that theme music. Fellow citizens, welcome to the Elseworld Podcast, where we explore the far reaches of unknown comics, DC, Marvel, Image, IDW, Dark Horse, Boom, you name it, we're probably going to be talking about it at one point or another. So some quick housekeeping, some changes are coming to the format of the show, simply due to the fact that I recently relocated and I'm not able to record the podcast as often as I was wanting to, so I'm going to be recording now one show a month until I have a, a far suitable, a more suitable, excuse me, uh, schedule. And then I'll be able to get you guys a show every other week. So we've got some really great uh, obscure comic movie news um, and TV show news that's coming out recently. So I'm looking forward to talking to you guys about that. And stick tuned real soon. I'm going to be starting up a Snapchat account, which will cover in between space. I, I don't really have a lot of time to record, but I do have time to post. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to be visiting my my local comic book shop and I'm going to be posting on my Snapchat to show you guys all the new releases and the pull lists from there uh, every time. So keep an eye out for that. I'm going to be uh, starting that up real soon. You'll see it on the Facebook page, on my Twitter, and on my Instagram real soon. All right. So first things first, let's talk about DC Black Label. Um, let's talk about a little bit of what it is and what it isn't. Um, many of you might know because it's been out for a while. Collider Heroes has been carry, uh, covering Black Label. There was a little bit of a drama over Batman Damned um, about his you-know-what um, on a panel. But regardless, let's talk about what Black Label is. So Black Label is, in a sense, DC Comics' new Elseworlds. Black Label is a, for, it's aimed at mature audiences. It's going to be a, a section of comics in which writers and artists are able to basically go uh, create any story. It doesn't have to be connected to canon, but if it is, it's going to be loosely tied to the current comics, and it's going to allow a lot of creative freedom uh, for the writers, which is really exciting to me. I've always wanted Elseworlds to come back. I didn't think it would come back this quickly, um, but I'm excited about it. Um, There's a few different descriptions out there, um, but simply said, mature content, nice, uh, raw, original storytelling. Um, like I said before, we have Batman Damned, which is a very Halloween-esque. It's perfect for October reading. If you, um, It came out in September, so if you haven't gotten it yet, go to your comic book shop, pick it up, especially if you're over the age of 18. I think you'll really enjoy it. It's got a lot of Enchantress in it. It's got some uh, magic going on. It's got a lot of mystery. The main premise is that the Joker has been found dead, and the Batman, Bruce, is struggling with um, his past a little bit. He's being haunted by some of the decisions he's been making recently, and it's starting to change him. It's starting to have him question reality, and in the end, we get our good old Hailblazer, Constantine, back. So 
I'm excited for that. It's a three-issue comic, so we got one in September. We're going to get one now in October, and then there should be another one coming out a little farther down the line, but I'm really looking forward to it. Um, we also have Superman Year One, uh, number one, which is um, coming out in, uh, November 3rd. Then we have the history, the other history of DC Universe, number one, that comes out in December. It's got a lot of... The, the one thing I'll say, the one con, the one downside to this is they are starting to relabel a lot of old Elseworld comics into the Black Label. For instance, Kingdom Come is being transferred into Black Label. So, uh, and that kind of frustrates me because, you know, for newer fans who should be able to read those comics. I, I understand that they have some mature content, but they're not they shouldn't be labeled mature. I don't think there's crazy amount of mature content. I think things like Kingdom Come are suitable for anyone over the age of ten, in my own opinion. I read I mean, I read Watchmen when I was twelve. So we'll keep in I'm gonna be keeping an eye out on that and I'll keep you guys posted again now that I'm gonna get my Snapchat up up and running. Um, I'll be able to update you guys more often on Snapchat and on Instagram. All right, so let's talk, let's jump right into our comic book releases and our comic book news. I got a lot to cover here. Um, we're about five minutes in, so we've got another about 15 to 20 minutes. Um, so let's get started. First off, Batman Damned came out back in September. It's written by Brian Azzarello and art by Lee Bermeo. Um, this book is amazing, guys. It's nice, dark, dirty colors, very raw, very keeps in with that kind of Arkham Asylum feel. I would say if you're, if you've played the Arkham Asylum games, you're going to really love this comic because it, it feels like it could fit in the Arkham world. It's got that nice, those browns and blacks and blues really pops. It almost looks like, um, like water paint sometimes. Um, it's just really well done art. Um, really interesting story, very trippy, a lot of magic, like I said before. I don't really want to spoil a lot for you guys. You just got to go out there and pick it up. It's worth the five bucks, five or six bucks, depending on what your uh, your comic book shop um, is going to charge for it. It's worth it, guys. Go pick it up. Uh, next we've got coming out is Wonder Woman Earth One Volume 2 by Grant Morrison. And uh, this is one of my most anticipated um of the year. I'm a big Earth One Wonder Woman fan. I love the volume one. I love the the mixture between science and, and mythology. The fact that uh, the Amazonians are not only, uh, you know, mythological and, uh, and based in Greek mythology, but they're also based in some science as well. So it's a really fun comparison comparing it to like Superman's origin story and Superman Earth One and how the fact that you know, there's there's actually a lot of similarities there in, in a lot of their technology, per se. Um, so I'm really, I really am looking forward to it. It's it's going to have a lot of political um, political opinions in it, I believe. Um, when, when I recently read an interview of Grant Morrison talking about uh, Earth One Volume 2, he was saying how um, his approach has been a little bit different, how, you know, being able to make a statement and stand up for specific rights without having to be the, you know, fisticuffs kind of warrior, taking a different, a little bit of a different approach to the Wonder Woman character. Um, it makes me really excited. Um, and I, I loved volume one. If you haven't read volume one, pick it up. It's on a discount, especially on Amazon Kindle. If you want to pick it up through Comixology, do so. 
give it a read. It's it's a nice solid, I'd say like 25 minute to 30 minute read. Um so worthwhile though. Um so keep an eye out for Wonder Woman Earth 1 Volume 2. Next up, we have another Wonder Woman. Um this is coming out this October. This is specifically for Halloween. Um this is DC Comics is boasting it as their Halloween run. It's Wonder Woman and Justice League Dark: The Witching Hour Number 1. Um, so the synopsis for this one it reads, just in time for Halloween, it's the witching hour, a five part weekly event that will rewrite the future of DC's magical heroes. Um, Hecate, I believe that's how it's pronounced, is, uh, the witch goddess of magic always knew a day would come when the monsters she stole her magic from would return. Now she must activate the witch marked humans within whom she, uh, stored vast uh, amounts of power and the most powerful of course is wonder woman um so that's really going to be really interesting to see i mean yes it's a possession story and yes we've seen that before through um some other characters but i'm really looking forward to it i think it's going to have the right right just enough mix of crazy with justice league dark alongside the just sheer awesomeness that is the wonder woman comic so i'm i'm looking forward to it uh, Blackbird number one by Sam Humphreys and Jen Bartel is coming out. This is a this is a image comic run. It's a three issue, I th- believe, a three issue run. Uh, it's coming out uh, this month. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this one because this is a it's set in L.A. It's uh, got a lot of uh, Latin culture, um, mixed uh, mixed races, and it's all based in uh, you know really fun obscure mythos. Um, all set within California. So I'm really looking forward to that. It's got beautiful art. If you don't know Jen Bartel's art, go find her on Twitter and Instagram. She has, in my opinion, some of the most beautiful artwork, character design work I have ever seen. She's she's one. She's probably going to be considered, I would say, another 10 years from now, we're going to be calling Jen Bartel the artist of or one of the greatest artists of the 21st century. I'm calling it right now. It's going to happen. We're going to get a Jen Bartel collection. It will happen within our lifetime. I guarantee it. All right. <clears throat> Next up, we're jumping over to Marvel because we got some new what ifs, and I'm so hyped for this, guys. This is I've never wanted to go back into a local comic book shop before in my life until this October. We're getting so much juicy stuff. Um, so we've got a what if, we've got two what if comics coming out in October. We have what if Spider-Man number one, which, um, it can, you know, it's, oh, what if Peter Parker wasn't bitten by the radioactive spider? What if the person who got bit was someone who didn't live by the mantra of with great power comes great responsibility? What if the person was an egotistical bully who was only interested in taking care of himself? What if Flash Thompson became Spider-Man? So that's really going to be fun. We get an, uh, a new fun spin on the Spider-Man character. You know, still has that, you know, kind of... You, you, had that more jockey sense to it, almost like an Eddie Brock spin. I, I, I haven't read a lot of Flash Thompson. I know of the character, but I'm I'm looking forward to reading this because anytime I get a chance to get a one shot or at least a, a limited series where it focuses on a character as the highlight, as the hero, 
Um, I always take advantage of that. So what if Spider-Man number one with Flash Thompson as Spider-Man? Um, next one we got, which is one I'm really excited for, is what if X-Men number one? And this one is called, I, I kind of compared it to, it's like a X-Men meets Ghost in the Shell. Got some biohacking in there, maybe some cyber, cyber crime. Kind of sent in almost like a purge-like reality, um, but for like cyber realities. Uh, it's the main two characters featured in it are going to be uh, Cable and I believe it's Blink. Um, excuse me if I got that wrong. Um, art is going to be uh, it's being written by Brian Edward Hill, uh, illustration by uh, uh, Gianni Milanis. Um, I killed that name and Neil Edwards. Um, the covers are being uh, covers the cover for the first one is incredible. I really love it. It's got that, like I said, it's a very much a, a ghost in the shell look. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So we got two new, brand new What If comics, and it's no coincidence that they come out right after Black Label gets announced. Get ready, guys. We're going to get a whole lot of What If in Black Label, aka Elseworlds, and I'm so happy for it. It's giving you guys such great, weird, new content. Um, and they're kind of helping me be able to promote it, so I'm really looking forward to that. All right, well, you may or may not know this, guys, but I love obscure comics, and one of the ones that had a huge following for a while was a little comic book graphic, aka slash graphic novel called Ice Cream Man, and the Ice Cream Man came out in two volumes. It's a, I don't believe there's another one being made. I've been trying to look and find, but I haven't seen it. There's two current volumes. And basically, it's about, it's kind of like an anthology horror fantasy series. Um, and it's it weaves a dark tapestry of tales from uh, this Ice Cream Man's truck. He's basically this being, almost like um, Pennywise from It. He's this weird, mystical being who just ha tells these very dark fantasy stories. Almost like Twilight Zone meets It, and it's so much fun. Um, I'm really looking forward to, to finally reading it because I've, I'm, I want to buy both volumes and read them straight through because Jordan Peele's got his work cut out for him, ladies and gentlemen. Jordan Peele, if you don't know, is making Twilight Zone. Well, Universal Cable Productions is officially beginning work on an Ice Cream Man TV show. Um, it's being written by Max and Adam Reed, who did Sneaky Pete. Um, and it's, uh, it looks, I'm so excited because we need more of this. You know, we're getting the Twilight Zone uh, kind of reboot slash continuation. And now we've got the Ice Cream Man. And I'm telling you guys, I, I hope, I'm really excited for this. I hope they do it right because if they do, we're going to get a brand new Stranger Things. And it's going to be weird. It's going to be, I'm, it's going to be like Black Mirror meets Stranger Things with a little bit of Twilight Zone. It's, it's going to be amazing, and I'm so excited. I'm so sweaty for it, guys. Um, listen, I want to do some selfless plugs right now because uh, Jason Inman and Ashley Robinson, if you don't know them, uh, they are really well-known in the comic book community. Um, they have, you might know them from shows like Collider Heroes or DC All Access, uh, which um, Jason um, is a regular on that show quite often. Well, they had a a re they had released a comic a little while ago called Jupiter Jet. It's about a 16-year-old girl um, who inherits a jetpack with mysterious 
um, with a mysterious power source, and together with her brother Chuck and their cat, she must protect her home from a threat that may or may not be from this Earth. Well, he's got a brand new comic coming out, and it's called Science, um, and it's currently on Kickstarter, so go and support it right now. They've just crossed one of their goal marks, so I'm really hoping to support them as well. Keep it up, you guys. Your comics are awesome. I love Jupiter Jet. It's kind of like it's kind of like a next-gen version, in my opinion, of The Rocketeer, because I'm a huge Rocketeer fan. So when you mix Rocketeer with sci-fi, like true sci-fi, hardcore, sweaty sci-fi, I'm all in. Uh, all righty. So we're about the 15-minute mark, so I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and fill in here really quickly on some things I might have missed. So guys, real quickly, along with uh, the news that we just reported, um, I wanted to do another plug for a book that is near and dear to my heart. It's called Heavy Vinyl, and it is about an underground fight club um, that is. Um, it's got a like. A fun teenage Power Rangers kind of vibe, um, like in the very old school '90s feel. Um, basically, the premise of Heavy Vinyl is this young girl who's living in the mid to late late '90s of New Jersey, my hometown. She works at a a vinyl shop um, in her home city, and she discovers that the vinyl shop is actually a front for a vigilante fight club. Um, and so she discovers that her friends may not be who they really say they are, um, but she gets pulled along for the adventure. Um, it's a fun mix of kind of like a, if you've ever watched or read any of the Scooby-Doo comics, or watched any of the Scooby-Doo movies, it's got that fun, like, this, like, figure out the puzzle, figure out the mystery of the missing person, um, and, and, and kick butt at the same time, uh, it's, it has such a great New Jersey 90s feel, there's, there's just something about the way the characters are drawn, the way they dress, the way the neighborhood is designed, and even the shop is designed, it brings me back to the days when I used to go into a VHS store in my old town in New Jersey, um, so if you're if you're wanting to reminisce and get crazy nostalgic about your teenage years, I really suggest you guys go out find Heavy Vinyl. It's a one shot. There's no other sequels. I tried looking. It's just one book. Buy it. It's great. I think it's under ten dollars, so it's awesome. You got nothing to complain about. It's under ten bucks, guys. All right, so. That's about it, guys. Um, I'm going to do one more shameless plug before I let you go, and that's to Anchor. Uh, Anchor has been a huge help to me, guys, and they're not paying me to say this. Um, Anchor has helped me get to all these different uh, podcast locations. You might be listening to me on iTunes. Thank you so much for doing so. Please give me a like, leave a review. Um, It can really do me some good to get some more attention. But Anchor has been the the reason for it. They've helped me get to all these different spots, um, apart from SoundCloud, uh, and it's, I, I couldn't have done it without them, guys, you know, I couldn't have been able to give you guys the quick update last month when I got delayed, so Anchor is the best spot for podcasting right now, guys, honestly, um, if you don't listen on there, go ahead, give it a shot, I know it kind of came and went, but honestly, they help out so much, so wherever you listen, if you find me on Anchor, Give me a like, give me a play, share it, um, give me a review on iTunes if you're if you're so inclined to. And hey, by the way, if 
find me on Twitter. Um, it's at elseworldciv, C-I-V. Um, that'll be, then you, that's the way you can find me on Snapchat as well, elseworldciv. I'm on Instagram at, El, at elseworldcitizen. I'm on Facebook. Um, I'm, you know, so I'm hopefully going to be on YouTube sometime soon in the near future as well. So we're, the multiverse is rapidly expanding, guys, and I cannot wait to share more with you. So again, that's the show for today. Thank you guys for listening. And remember, the next time someone, you know, bashes a movie, TV show, or, or your favorite comic, you know, ask them what they liked about it, you know? Ignore the negative stuff. You know, say, you know, I respectfully, you know, I understand you may not have fully liked it. What were the parts that you did like? You know, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the ones that were, where you had fun. It'll change the way you see things. And I know it has for me because that I'm going to be going to see Venom soon. So, and I've heard, you know, it's getting bashed. It's got like a 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. But you know what? I read a ton of weird comics. I read a ton of weird Venom comics at that. I don't read a lot of the origin stuff. I kind of, my first time, my first, I'll be real honest. My first experience with Spider-Man was the animated series. But my first Spider-Man comic was Carnage. It was a Ultimate Carnage, I believe. Um, and it was the craziest. I, it has so many characters in it. And like I didn't know some of the origins to some of the characters. It, it had, I think, about 20 different Marvel heroes in it, including Iron Fist, who I had no clue who he was at first. And it, it didn't phase me. You know, I, I kind of just, I took it as it is as a kid. And I said, all right, I'm going to run with it. And I did. And I loved the comic. In fact... <laughs> I believe I've lost it, so I'm going to have to get that back again. Um, so thank you guys for listening. Have a great October. And listen, keep an eye out for me. If, I get, um, if I'm able to get another episode out, I will get it out for you guys. But as of right now, the goal is to do one a month due to my current situation. And after that, we'll see where it goes. Thank you guys for listening. My name is TJ. Thank you for being a part of the Elseworld citizenship. Have a good one, citizens. Good night.